Welcome to the good, the bad, and the horrible. A weekly podcast where OG millennials have honest and candid conversations about dating, sex, yes, butt stuff, relationships, entanglements, and everything in between. Starring your host, Scarlett Prynne. Pull those anal beads out slowly. This is not a lawnmower. You don't want to hit a snag. (laughs) And featuring guests, Hazel Goddess. If you're not at least nine inches, you're not getting on this ride. (laughs) And first-time guest, Chase Long. Telling you what you need to hear, but you don't want to hear it. The truth. It is a bitch. So I have a new guest here who actually happens to be the first guy that tied me up. Did you know that? You told me that, yes. Yeah. So, and and you were on the podcast. I don't know if you've heard that episode. I have not heard that one yet. Okay. But I, di- I didn't dwell on it. Just like five minutes, I talked about the first guy that had tied me up. So maybe you'll go through our episodes and find it somewhere. It was, was a while back. Absolutely. <laughs> Must have not have been that good. It was only five minutes. <laughs> yeah. No. If you get a long episode, it's probably a bad sign. <laughs> that probably means I'm ranting and raving about it, and that's not good. <laughs> so, anyway, so we have Chase here, and he's actually in the middle of writing a book. So, present your case here. What is the premise and the thesis of this book you're writing? Okay, this all came about when I was just talking to somebody about dating. So I've been single for a while now in the dating world. What's a while now? Three years. Okay. So I've been, I've been single three years in the dating world. And what I have found is the expectations of people is crazy to me. So when I started talking to people about what you expect or what you want, what I'd run into people, as I told you, they'd say, I'm a queen. I want to be treated that way. I want to find my king. And I'd ask them, you dropped out of college. You don't have a job and you're 80 pounds overweight. Why do you deserve a king? <laughs> Level up. <laughs> And, <laughs> and so I would get, oh, what do, you, what do you mean? I said, well, what do you bring to the table? The, the average guy. Oh, that's Hazel's wow. favorite line. I mean, what do you bring to the table? Did you not listen to that episode? I did not, but now I have to. <laughs> yeah, you do. So, so when I told you, I said, you know, I'm sitting here talking to people, and I asked them that. What do you bring to the table? I have a postdoctorate degree. I have a good job. I am 6'2". I need to lose 10 pounds, but not 40 <laughs> and so I bring things to the table and I would meet people and they would say things. And, and I told one girl, I told you this and I'm gonna, I can be vulgar on the show. She was telling me, look at me, look at me. And I said, you have, you have got the commodity market wrong. You have not cornered the pussy market. Everyone has one. Ooh. And she didn't really understand that. Um, now again, not that everybody deserves to be treated well. That's not my point. So respect is is across the board, but you're talking about beyond that, like actually being of high value. And I'm talking about when you're sitting here and you're going through your dating app and you're going, nope, nope, nope. And I ask, why not? Well, he's only six foot. Mine's six, two or more. He's got to make $200,000 or more. Well, you've limited your choices now to about 1% of the population. I'll ask, so why to me being six, two and making the money that you want me to make? Why should, what do you bring to the table other than look at me? I'm looking at you. What do you bring to the table? (laughs) And the answer I get is not a lot of anything. And so I asked this question and I said, when you get to a situation where the average guy, the average single man in Texas is five, nine, makes $58,000 a year and has some college. There's not a female, you know, is swapping right on that guy. None. Touche. They're not, but that's the average guy. So on a scale from one to 10, that's a five. 
when I got the stats from dating apps, about 20% of all the guys are getting 80% of the swipes. And it's a little more than that, depending on what app you go to. So my point was, if you're a three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten female, you're swapping on the nine and ten guys. Now, if you're if you're looking for dick, go for it, man. Go suck a dick a day. Who cares? <laughs> That's me. Right? Who, who cares? That's right? Me. Hazel's raising her hand over That's here. That's me. Well, and again, God love you, man. And you, you know why? Because sex is a learned skill. It's not genetic. God love you. You got to learn yeah. somewhere. But if you're looking for a relationship, if you're a three or four, the guy, the nine or tens, they'll fuck you. They're not going to date you. And then you run through 20 guys and you, and then you become broken. You become upset with yourself. You become that insecurity thing because you don't have a positive outlook because why would these all these guys have passed you over? And then you go find that five and say, okay, I'm here for you. That's just bad. Uh, but no, respect, you should have respect across the board. I don't care what you look like, who you are, what you've done. Mm-hmm. Respect's across the board. But when you tell me I deserve this, no, you don't. You don't deserve. What do you bring? You deserve an equal. Well, you're not looking for an equal. <laughs> you're looking for this king guy, this this person that you've made up in your mind, but you're not that person. So why do you think you deserve that? So whenever you say you're equal, right, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Because that looks different to everybody. What does that mean to you whenever you say you're looking, you know, let's say, like you said, she could stand to lose 20 pounds, right? She's making $58,000 just like the average man, and you say she needs to look for her equal. What is that to you? I think that depends on what you're looking for. If you're me, I'm not, I'm, what you look like is not a big contender for me. If you ask me what I wanted in a, in a mate, mm-hmm. somebody I'm going to date, not someone I'm going to fuck tonight, somebody I'm going to date. I want somebody loving, caring, kind, compassionate. I want them to be sexually adventurous. Okay, so you say you want, that's what you want them to bring to the table, mm-hmm. right? But whenever you said what you bring to the table was none of that. So how was that an equal? Well, what I would, what they're looking for is what I'm telling you I'm bringing, but they're not looking for me. You know why? I'm older. I got gray hair and I can lose 20 pounds. That girl who wants a king, she wants a 6'2 fit, ab guy, rock hard, 25-year-old. Everybody does. Well, if well you, not necessarily the rock hard abs. Well, but, well if you're going to date that, then know what, you're, know what you're getting into. So whenever you present that, hey, I'm bringing... X amount of money and I'm bringing in height and all that. But yet that's what you're presenting. But you're expecting her to tell you that she's going to be emotionally available for you. She's going to be all of these things. But yet you didn't present that to her. So when I went back and said, here's what I'm bringing, Mm -hmm. I'm giving you I'm giving you characteristics, not character. If that's what she's looking for and that's what she finds. Mm -hmm then she shouldn't complain about saying, well, he's not loving, caring, kind of compassionate. Just like me. If I said, I want a chick who takes it up the ass, who sucks dick like a champion, who's got huge tits and a little waist, and I find her at the strip club, well, then there's some baggage that comes along with that. And if she takes all my money and leaves me, no one's going to feel sorry for me. I can't come in looking for something that I'm not willing to give. So my point is, if you want this, when I was talking about the girl who makes this much money, doesn't do this to if you want something, then you need to at least bring something to the table. If I looked over and said, this girl didn't get out of high school, she makes no money, and she's 40 pounds overweight, but you know what she is? She's loving, compassionate, caring, kind. That's what I'm looking for. I don't know what she's looking for, mm-hmm. but I know what I'm looking for. So these are the character traits that I'm looking for. What I'm talking about is the person I'll talk to. Hey, Scarlett, 
what do you want in a guy that you're going to date for a while? And she tells me her three most important things are he's got to be tall, make money, and have a big dick. Well, that's every douchebag guy I've ever met. <laughs> I mean, oh, there's plenty of douchebags that aren't any. Oh, there are. <laughs> correct. There are. <laughs> but, but if that's what you're looking for, and she calls me a week later and says, I was in love with him and he dumped me, I'm going to look and go, well, you got exactly what you ordered off the menu, sweetheart. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what you ordered. So yeah. why are you surprised what it tasted like? Mm -hmm. You don't have to mirror image. That's why I didn't use that. But if I want somebody who's loving, compassionate, caring, and kind, and you bring that, Hazel, you say, that's me, baby. I'm loving, compassionate, caring, and kind. And then I say, yeah, but you know what? You know, you didn't do these things. Well, then I didn't really want loving, compassionate, caring, and kind. Mm -hmm. I wanted something else. I'm just not honest enough with myself right. to admit it. Right. I have a question. Sure. We have probably all seen those couples that looked very mismatched, right? Where you're like, how on earth did he get her or she get him? Mm -hmm. Where you just can't figure out how, how did this happened. The math happened. is not math. Right? right? So when that's going on, what do you think is happening there? Because obviously someone leveled up there. How? Well, and what I will say, when you say level up, you look at them and what you're not seeing, if you take, and I make this comment, and so beauty's a light switch away, right? And everybody goes, ha, 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 you turn the lights off and they become ugly. Or ugly girls can be pretty, then you can't see them. Like, no, if you turn the light off and they change beauty, then that's a problem. If they're only beautiful on the exterior. So you see this couple, and here's this gorgeous woman with this guy going, how do you do that? She might have been looking for stability, caring, loving. She might have had the stud and said, I don't want that. That's, I had it and don't want it anymore. So you never know what somebody wants. When I talk to people, the ones that always make me, I don't say giggle, they go, what the hell are you doing? Are the ones that tell me, I want loving, compassionate, caring, and kind. And then I say, well, there's 10 of them. Yeah, but they're my friends. <laughs> well, okay, Because but, that's different. Just because yeah. they have those attributes, that doesn't mean that you're physically attracted, attracted to them. And if you're going, and again, if you're going to fuck them for the night, I'm with you. If you're but going to also, date them for 10 years. But also, if we're trying to fuck somebody for the night, we don't care about those things. It's cool. just a physical And that's why that doesn't thing. Then, like I said, when it started, if you're just looking for dick or I'm just looking for ass, right. then do you. I mean, so who cares? So a guy can have all of those things that you mentioned, mm -hmm. and the kid is not purring. So we're not even going to take the time to even go there because they're not getting us off. So is getting you off, so if, is that physical attraction the only thing that's going to get you off? Because what happens 20 years from now when I'm of the age, I don't care how good you looked at 30 or 20, you're not going to look that good at 50 well, or 60. You're absolutely right. But there has to be some type of physical connection there, for us. I would say for us females, like, yes, there are other things our listeners know. Scarlett, oh, definitely for me. Scarlett and I, we're, mm -hmm. we're very in-depth people. Like we value the intellectual connection and that to us is really attractive but it's even more attractive whenever that person is is appealing to the eye. Well, of course it is. You always want everything. But if you had to pick, Scarlett, give me give me five qualities you look for in a guy. I say limit it to five. Okay. And, and let's just say you say whatever they were. And then I say, well, I've got a married guy for you. Oh, no. Well, single. Take Which one are you going to get rid of single? Oh, I don't care. I'm Polly. Well, you don't care. Right. But you don't. But somebody <laughs> else might. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then I'll tell them, okay, well, I've got a fat guy for you. I know he's got to be fit. Okay. Which one are you going to take out? I've got a guy that's 5'3", who's got to be taller, because you're 5'11". Okay, well, if yeah. anyone knows the guys that I've dated, they know that what I'm going to drop to the bottom of the list is the physical. That's the first thing that's dropping down. Mm -hmm. Like, if all the other things are there, physical is not a priority. And I we absolutely know. believe that about you. 
Look, we know. Yes. <laughs> Shut up, Hazel. <laughs> It's okay. It's all right. I like that. I also that. don't care about dick size. Size queen over here, she cares. We know. Well, and that's and that's one of the things if you're if you're talking about it, what I've what I've mentioned to girls and in, in, in talking to people about writing the book, I'll ask them, give me five. Well, I want twenty. Okay, we all want twenty, but you get five. <laughs> I mean, you're not gonna find twenty. Mm-hmm. And what I think people do, and this is a little more in depth, what people do is I I Scarlet and I go out. Because she's got five things I really like. Mm-hmm. You know what happens after three months? I start looking for the person who has the five that she doesn't have. Ah, and so, fair. and then I keep, and I'll go back and forth. I know in my personal life, I've gone from one extreme to the other. This is why mm-hmm. the poly lifestyle works so well. You just have them all with multiple people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. You and I have talked about this, but yes. And that's, that's one way to do it. Or you could find but one you, that has but it. But you, you mentioned when I said that, that you have dated four or five people at a time to get everything you want. I absolutely have. And, I, and that's why I absolutely found somebody where you get your emotional support from one, yeah. your physical support from another, your intellectual support. And you find it. And what I told Scarlett was, is amazing to me when you date those four people like that. When one of them goes bad, it all goes bad. Because mm, when you start when you start missing that one part, then none of it works. Yeah, because you yeah. And so then you got to you just start that. over again. <laughs> but but it was when I I you I'm amazed that when I talk to people like you just said, well, the it's got to be physical. Well, okay, you do have to have some physical. But how many people have I met that I would have never swiped right on on a dating app within the first ten seconds of seeing them? That after I get to know them. They become sexy, their mm. attitude, their personality, yeah. the confidence, what they do, which does not come off in a picture on a dating app. And so it just doesn't. Or the opposite. I think it can. Actually. Or the opposite. You know what? I, I, I tend to get more people who find me physically attractive, but they tend to think that I don't have anything upstairs. Well, if I'm on a dating app, I don't really care if you have anything upstairs. If I'm looking to fuck for the night, I don't care if you're dumb as a rock. True, but I mean, there are people who are going on there really to try to find someone. From the episodes I've heard, you're not. You're going on there to find a nine inch dick. <laughs> of course I am. Well, I'm not right. speaking for look, I'm not speaking for myself. I'm just saying like even whenever I was dating, right? And we all know listeners know I haven't dated in years. At least six. So when years, you say right? dating, you mean like looking for a relationship, not yeah. just a fuck buddy. Yeah. Um, I tend to get more, even then, you know, uh, I just happen to get people who just wanted to fuck. Well, yeah, we, we catch the fish we send the bait out for. You're not going to catch a guy who wants to marry you fishing with just okay, fuck me bait. So please enlighten okay, us. How do we I, find the guys that are serious and want an actual relationship? Okay, what I mean by that is if I go to, if I went out and I saw somebody at a bar you can wear what you want to wear, but understand you're putting off an image. And I and I knew exactly what right. you were going to say. But um, I also call bullshit on that oh, because I don't. because this is the thing, right? I can go dress just like this, you know. On, on that, Which that right time. now you're dressed in business attire, right? Right. You came from right. work, but you know what? I could have two different profiles: one where I'm dressed totally business, and then one where I'm dressed in my regular clothes. Right. right? I. Promise you, I tend to get the same. What do you put in your price? The picture doesn't matter. It's what you put in it. I completely different bios. Even my bios right now, it says that I'm looking for mental stimulation. You have to have a great conversation, even though we all know, like, we're not going to be talking. (laughs) If you're fucking. Right. 
Um, you know, and I put a little bit about myself, you know, um, about what I'm looking for or whatever. Um, and it does not entail a good time, friends with benefits, any of that. Right. So you mean you mean if I go to an escort page and it says I'm just here for a dinner date that I should think she really wants a dinner date? I can tell what she wants. I'm not dumb. And guys aren't stupid. So what are you asserting here? That if a yeah. woman is dressed provocatively. Dressing doesn't have anything to do with it. The, no? You're dressing, well, so you, the you dress can dress however you want the to. Bio so what do you what mean? So what do you mean? When you when you put into, well, it, it, when I say doesn't have anything, that's, I just missed it. Let me, let me retract that. It all has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. What you wear, I have known people that can wear stuff where you can see their nipples poking out of it who have slept with nobody in their life. They just like the attention and attention's a currency now and they like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're not going to go home with you, but they like you. Get, that's the way they get attention. Mm-hmm. I've also had people who dress where you can't see any skin who are looking for dick and they, but, but they want to be more selective. That's they me. want, they want people to, they want to, <laughs> they want to walk up to the guy rather than showing everything off and have guys a flock coming to them. It's not a problem. But if you talk to somebody for three minutes you can tell what they're doing and what they're saying. You you know what you're looking for immediately. Mm-hmm. So what kind of things are you cueing in on that tell you one way or the other what's going on there? Well, for instance, if I walked up to Hazel the bar and said, how are you doing? And hey, hey you know, this dating thing sucks. Yeah, I haven't dated in six years. Well, I, then she's been hooking up for six years. <laughs> I mean, okay. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's a cute. Now, is it always correct? No, but it's cliches are cliches for a reason because they're true. So if she said, no, nah, I haven't really dated in six years. Okay. Well, what are you doing at the bar? Well, I'm just, you know, having fun, hanging out with my friends. And if there's four or five of you there and I sit and listen for a while, I'm probably not going to hear about the stock market. <laughs> I'm going to hear what y'all have been. And, and if, not our friend group. Right, I'm not going to hear that. Crazy shit. So, correct. <laughs> so that's going to cue me in pretty quick. And what I mean by that is if you're out looking, I, I use this term, if you're out just looking for dick, then you do what you want to do. And I'm no judging. Like mm-hmm. I said, you suck a dick a day, man. I'm a, God love whoa, you. Whoa, whoa, hold I mean, on, hold on. We all know I'm not sucking dick. We're just fucking. Okay, well, <laughs> you can fuck a dick a day, whatever your thing is. You go, but, but, but that's fine. There's no judgment to it. But if, you, if, if someone goes out to a bar and they're using attention as a currency because they, they, they're drawing attention to themselves and they keep telling about, oh yeah, I'm really fun, I'm this... And then they wonder why they don't get a good guy because you scared that good guy off. You, why? Why can't we just go to the bar just to have some drinks and just enjoy the music? You can. You, I'm not without you without having all that because we've we've done it. I've I do it myself. There's no intention on picking up anybody. It's just I just want to be there out in public having a drink, enjoying the good music, and I just want to be left the fuck alone. So I'm, I'm under the premise that you're fishing. So if you're not fishing, if you're just hanging out, you do you. Mm-hmm. My point is if you go out looking for something and you say, you know what, I want to find a really good guy. If you walked up to me and Scarlett walks up to me and says, you know, I want to find a really good guy tonight. And I said, Scarlett, your nipples out. I can see the color <laughs> panties you're wearing. You're not fishing for a good guy. You're fishing for dick. And if she tells me I'm not, yeah, yeah. you are. I, I mean, can that's, see that. I that's can what see you're that. doing. And so, and if yeah. you walk up and it's the first thing you say when we walk into the bar, I say, what kind of drink do you want? God, something. I just got the f- shit fucked out of me, man. Okay, you're, you're fishing for something. Mm-hmm. Anybody can go out and not look. I'm under the premise you're looking. Mm-hmm. So what my point is, if you tell me, you know what, I want to I find a really good guy. I want to find a nice guy who takes care of me. This is what I want. 
and I can see your nipples and your pussy hanging out of your shirt. It's so, so your skirt is so short. No, you're not looking for that guy because that guy. Why, not why can't up we to have you. both? Why can't why can't we have our pussy hanging out and our tits hanging out just because we want to? Because they that, need fresh air. But, well, <laughs> they may. We need to air right. it out sometimes. Yes, but, but, but you're also you know what you're fishing for. Then you you know the bait you're using, and you shouldn't be upset when you catch. The fish that you've baited your hook for. Yeah. You, okay. you shouldn't be upset by that. So we've gone out. You've seen the way, like when we went to the steakhouse, the mm-hmm. way I dressed. Right. I was in heels, short dress, really short dress. There was definitely cleavage. Is that too provocative? Am I sending the wrong message? No, that sends I'm confident. That message sends I'm confident. Interesting. I'm wearing what Why? I want to wear. So a girl with, with, with a top that has hard nipples. Mm-hmm. That doesn't say the same thing that she's confident wearing wearing a top without a bra. It it depends. If you if you go out with me, if you go on a date with me and you're wearing it, you're saying I'm wearing what I want to wear. I'm on a date, but I like the way I look. I'm gonna wear what I want to wear. If you don't like it, that's on you. If you walk into a club like that, then you're fishing for something. I mean, you're you're drawing uh, attention right, to yourself. But we're not talking about a club. We're talking about a restaurant or a bar. No, I think that shows confidence. Okay. I think that shows I'm I'm confident. But a girl with her pussy out is is that, with, that that's crossing the line. <laughs> I mean, you're getting what you get at that. But yeah, I mean, yes, I mean that's a little much for a, for a first date. That's a little much. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, I could be wrong. But when you when you showed up wearing clothes that look good, it's that you it's that confidence. It's I think I look good, and that's that that confidence oozes out. I agree. I, I do think it's um, a lot of it, it to me personally. I don't think it's necessarily what it is you wear. It's how you wear mm-hmm. it and and how you come off, how you feel in the outfit, because I can wear one outfit one day and not feel confident in it. And then I can wear it another day and just rock the shit out of it. But also I can do the same thing with something that's provocative and feel confident and good in it. And then I can put it on one day and not feel that good in it. Um, so I think it's it's how you feel in it. Now, are there some outfits that I personally wouldn't wear? Because I personally don't think it's fitting for me. I enjoy that class, that classy look. So going out with a short dress with, you know, the slits on the side. So where you can see her, the complete thigh up to her ass. Personally, that's not my thing. But if a girl wears something like that and she feels great in it and she's going out to the club, dude, fucking wear that shit, fucking look hot, own that shit. And who gives a fuck what anybody has to say? No one. Whether or not you're you're looking for dick, a, bo- a guy, or you're just going out for a great fucking time. And, the, and I think kind of the point that's missing is you can absolutely do that. My yeah. point and the part of the book is, but don't say that you're looking for a true relationship. Correct. That's don't, what you're wearing. Don't yeah. tell me you're looking for a relationship when you're looking for dick. It, yeah. At least own it, because well, no, and nobody should judge you that. for it. Maybe some people don't know that that's what they're putting out that they're looking for. Then, is they, dick. then they should have a good friend that tells them. If you're if you're going out but looking on, for a real guy, if their whole group friend that. is like that, I mean, obviously well, I'm thinking we're, about we're our group, different. and I'm thinking specifically of Lana's birthday. Because do you remember what Lana wore on of her course, birthday? She was fucking hot. She looked she was hot. beautiful. So she had on an outfit that had cleavage down to her navel, right? And yeah. 
boobs full on it display. It was a one piece business suit. And type she thing. had glitter all over her Ooh. breasts, right? Super so it was sexy. like, here it was we very are. classy, beautiful red. It was so, super classy, yeah. But what's interesting is of our group, who is the least likely? And there was a group of what, 10 of us women yeah. there that night? She was probably the least likely to go home with someone. Meanwhile, you have Hazel over here who dresses pretty conservatively, probably more conservatively than anybody in our group, who probably is the most likely to be like, "Uh, yeah, you want to hook up tonight? But it's the why. Let me see old it. That is if you have nine inches, you know, you got to meet her standard over here. Just but- stick your foot in with your toes. But it's it's the why behind it. And that's that's what we that's what I talk about is if you go out because you look good, then go out. It doesn't matter if you're going out to do something. If you if you showed up to a date and you said, you know what, I want to I want a traditional guy and you showed up with everything hanging out, then you're not going to find a traditional guy. I could agree with that. Because a more traditional guy is typically going to look for a more traditional girl correct it's the why behind it like one of the podcasts i listened to i don't remember when, when other guy was talking about body count right uh-huh. i could give a, i could care less how many people you slept with i do care why because that can have that okay, can say explain. something yeah. explain sure uh i date a 50 year old woman who got married at 20 and let's say she had two boyfriends in high school two boyfriends in college met her husband that's five right and she was married at 20 she got divorced at 45 and we go on a date. Okay. She's had six guys in her life. Uh, okay. Who cares if she said, well, I did that. But in the last six months, I've slept with 40 people. Well, why did you sleep with 40 people in six months? What, 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 what? And the first is, I don't care that you did. What, what are you trying to fulfill? That's not there. What are you looking for in those 40 guys? And it may just be dick and that's fine. Right. But why if, does she necessarily have to be looking for anything other than, for her to explore her sexuality. Because uh, that would be so random that somebody would actually say that, that I would be shocked to hear that. That would be the truest answer I've heard. And in my years of experience, I've yet to hear that. Really? So what do women typically say when yeah. you ask that? Well, one, I don't ask what their body count because who cares? But when they when they bring it up and I'll say, well, that the why is important to me. And again, I'll go back to you got married at 20 and you got divorced at 22. And now you're 45 and you slept with three guys a year for 20 years. Well, that's 60. Well, three guys a year, good Lord. I mean, good on you. So the number doesn't matter because at that point, you're just in relationships. You're just having fun. You're not doing anything. There, there's not something that I'm going to go, huh, if I want to just have sex with you, it doesn't matter. But if I want a deep, meaningful relationship with you, then how could you go from guy to guy to guy to guy? Do you have attachment issues? Do you have trouble emotionally opening up? Do you have barriers and walls and are you broken by something that, that allows you to fuck people but doesn't allow you to emotionally bond with people? Interesting. This is, and so the why is important. How many doesn't matter to me. It's how you got there. So and I'm not going to judge you for it. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care how you got there. But if I'm going to date you, then there's something I get to put some, I get to put some expectations or things that I'm looking for. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So how many women that are doing that are actually introspective and self-aware enough to be able to answer that question? Zero. That's what I figured. That None. you've dated. You haven't met our friend group. <laughs> I've heard your friend group. <laughs> but I don't, think, I don't think any of us are fucking 40 guys in six months. If you're in what I, no. what I and if you're doing that, I like so. if you're doing she that. She had to think about it yeah, for a minute. So, 
See? Yeah, six months, 180 days. 30 That's one every three days. <laughs> Let me pull out, pull out my calculator here. <laughs> well, then the, does the number matter? It What matters is why. So again, if, you, if you're going out but, and you're- But why, do, why does the why matter? The why only matters to me if we're going to date. The why only matters to me. So so you're saying for you it matters as to why she wanted to fuck random people? No, it matters to why she not wanted to, why she felt like she needed to. And most of them feel like they need to, not mm. want to. And the difference between want and T- need is severe. Typically for women, whenever they do stuff like that, it's because they've been in that those relationships for so long. They don't, they've, most of them haven't even orgasmed them in years in years so whenever they're finally out of those relationships it's like fuck i get to explore this guy almost got me close he couldn't do it let me go to someone else and see without having to have an emotional connection i can with relate that to that actually and at, right after i opened the marriage with my husband i went on kind of a roll there but you were still looking for something well, but just, I think it's kind of in line with what it, Hazel's saying. It's kind of like finally being let out of the cage in a sense. We're literally where just it's like, exploring our sexuality, who we are as women with our sexuality, because it's been so suppressed for the past 15 years in this relationship. So it, so I will go back to if you came to me and you said I was with this guy, he almost got me there. So I'm going to the next guy. No, go back to that guy. The first time you fuck's never as good as the second time, which is never as good as the third time. And if we fuck 10 times, the 10th guy will be better than the first because I don't know you yet. Hold on. That's what men think, right? That's what I know. No, no, no. Yeah. How long have you been in your relationship and how many times has your husband made you orgasm? Oh, he does it every time, but it, not at first. He is right about that. Right. It, but it you didn't can happen also, the first time. With, there are plenty of women that have been in relationships for years and their husband wasn't able to make them release. Well, no, that's right? not what, but that's not what I said. I said it gets, if you come to me and say, I've been in a relationship for 10 years and my husband never made me come ever. Right. So I found a guy who almost did. So my answer is to find another guy. The next guy's hold not going to do on. that. Her husband could have almost made her release too, or maybe one time. Why should, why as a female, why should we, sit there and keep trying and investing time over and over on the hopes that he knows my body to in order for me to release whenever we could simply go to someone else who's who is in tune with my body okay can i speak on you're you're assuming Uh that but go ahead because you release a lot fucking easier than i do like you can easily do it the first time but it wasn't always like that Okay, but well, I get it I'm by still not as experienced as you with this, okay? So there is only one guy mm-hmm. in my entire 40 years of life that's been able to do it the first time. You know who it was? Who? Bo, the guy that was on oh, episode 25 yeah, yeah. and 26. He yeah. is the only man on this planet that was able to do it the first time. So I do think that Chase is on to something here that it usually does for most women, mm-hmm. I think, take more than once. You yeah, are an anomaly. Am I? Most women do not release as quickly and easily as you do. Well, then we're not just talking about a release oh, either. We're also talking about <laughs> the better it gets, the more intimate you get, the more emotionally bonded you get, the better it gets. And it just does. Mm-hmm. I mean, And so it, when you said a minute ago, why should I go over and over and over again? I don't think you should. I don't think two times is over and over and over again. I don't well, think going right, from guy saying, to guy to guy to guy is it, there's some cost to that. 
There's just there's cost to that for hmm. most women. Now explain that. What do you mean yeah. by cost? Yeah. Most of the most of the people that I've talked to, especially in dating, or especially I've gone deeper in trying to write the book and get some get some feedback on it. Everybody they'll they'll get out of their marriage, right? Bad marriage, marriages end, and nothing ends well. It all ends because it's bad. Mm-hmm. I need emotional support. They go out and they go a little wild, right? I, I yeah, want to get this. After that, they don't necessarily feel better about it. They don't think that was a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. They don't go, you know what? I fucked these 10 guys in this last three months, and that was awesome. No, they tend to look at it as, I fucked 10 guys, and they're not here anymore. What? Why didn't they want me? And there's some cost to that. Now, they should have enough to go, it's not about them. It's about the guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody makes decisions. They're not bad or good. They're just decisions that come with a consequence. Mm-hmm. That, that, I don't, I'm not going to say anything did bad or good. But most of the people I've talked to, they go out and even dating. I've said this. I don't want you to be irreparably damaged. I date somebody. And they say, yeah, man, I've gone on so many dates and I've, I've slept with these guys and I just, guys are horrible. And they can't bond. They're so, mm-hmm. they're so walled up because of what's happened to them in the past. They can't let go. They can't bond. And, but they can't have sex. You, and so I had a line in the book that I was trying to figure out. I said, men lie to date. Women fuck to date. So mm-hmm. if I'm going to date mm-hmm. you, I know Scarlett has one Friday night a week, man, and she's got five guys she's talking to. Who's going to get the Friday night date? The one that sounds the best. So for me to even play the game. Very true. Well, I mean, that's it. So for me to even play the game, I'm going to bullshit, man. I'm going to tell her whatever <laughs> I need to to get that <laughs> Friday night. I hate that. Well, I'm going to fake it till you make it, right? I'm gonna, if I get that Friday night date, now I get a chance. So I'm going to lie to get in the game. Women. So what advice? Didn't we talk about this over dinner tonight? Yes. So what advice would you give to us women to help our bullshit radar? Are you just looking for sex or are you looking for I personally want deeper connections and relationships. Okay. If you're looking for deeper connection relationships, talk to them about anything but sex. Anything but sex. Okay. We just had this conversation. I, and I dinner. don't talk about sex. But did they bring it back to sex? Now I have a sex podcast, so that might so, be sending that message. <laughs> well, but but you know what? If I wanted to fuck you just because you had a sex podcast, then we're not going to have an emotional sex. bond. Right. We're, we're, you don't want to talk to me. If I keep bringing up your sex podcast. Then I'm, you know exactly what they You want. know what I want. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I feel like I'm pretty good at weeding those guys out because that's obvious. If all they're talking about is sex, I'm getting bored super fast. Right. And I'm on to the next. Are you really? Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, so no, what really. If, I'm, if that no, is I know all you you're talking about, you So I'm what if bored. I said, what if I said, yeah. you know, Scarlett, what really impresses me are people who are their authentic self, who own who they are, who really express that and are honest and, She's and own that. <laughs> She's yeah. I've heard your podcast. I know I, what I to do. say. I we had this whole conversation I mean, about Hazel doesn't. I think don't. I, should I don't put believe out there. Personally, this is just me. I don't believe you should tell guys everything that you want because to me, you're giving them the playbook of how to play you. Correct. Right. Okay. And so if you and this is this is how I how I if I'm dating someone and they say, well, what are you looking for? This is exactly what I say. Show me who you are, and I'll tell you if that's what I like. And and believe them when they show you. Yeah. And I block them really quick as soon as they show me, and I'm not interested. Okay, well, I'm not Hazel. I'm She's extremely not. open. She's and complete opposite of yes, me. Yes, exactly. I'm a very open person, not only on the podcast, but in real life. Yeah. So help me out with some so, tips to know when a guy is full of shit. So here's what I say as a tip to know if a guy's good and bad or not. Okay. 
I didn't ask. Well, that. I know, not but I'm gonna because we're gonna go. We're gonna go with this though, and go to the second part of how do you know if he's full of shit or not? Okay. If you want to know he's good in bed or not, the first time you go out, order a sandwich and coffee. And the next time you see him, ask him how you took your sandwich and how you took your coffee. If he paid attention and knows, he's going to pay attention to you in bed. And he's going to know what you like, and he's going to pick up on that. If he doesn't, he's just looking to satisfy himself. Okay. Same thing with what he wants. You can use that not only in bed. If you ask me how you took your coffee and I was there, I'm paying attention to you. I'm interested in you, what you want, what your needs are. Something mm-hmm. as simple as coffee. If I don't know, then I don't really give a shit what your needs are because okay. I, I care about how I take mine, but not you. So mm-hmm. it's a way to, if he paid attention to you, then he's actually interested in you in something that doesn't matter. It's one of the best, one of the best first dates I ever went on. I went out with this girl, first date. I married her, by the way. I went out on a date with her. We went to a restaurant. We sat down at a booth. And when we started to sit down, she goes, oh, hold on. And she switched sides. And I said, okay. And I sat down. I said, I'll ask, why did you do that? She goes, well, I know you're interested in the TV and because the football game's on. I want you to be able to see the score. Mm-hmm. As little as that sounds, I was like, you she, thought about what I wanted? Cared, right. you, you, you cared about something. I, holy shit. That was a big deal for me. Wow. If a guy does that, pays attention to the little things yeah. that have nothing to do with fucking, then he's interested in you. If everything comes around to... Wow, you know, that's that's a really nice top you have. Okay. Wow, you look really good in those jeans. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I got nice tits and a nice yeah. ass. Okay. Well, I do know that much. Well, but but it, they'll do it in subtle ways, though. And that's what and that's what you have to be hard to pick up on. I have to agree with you. Yeah. I, I, again, we were having this conversation at dinner, and I I feel like I was saying the, pretty much the same thing, is that whenever someone is truly genuinely interested in you they take the time to know those things about you without you having to say so yourself and and i think whenever i mean obviously like i said i'm not dating but i've dated some amazing guys that really did care and we didn't have sex for months because he was genuinely interested in learning who i was Mm -hmm. and it gave me the opportunity to learn who he was as well without any of that sexual. Now I'm sure, I'm sure he mentioned how beautiful I was and how sexy I was and all those things. And Scarlett was like, well, how did you not have sex with him? And I told him, I said, whenever things were making out or whatever, and things got hot and heavy, I would, I would just tell him, Hey, you know what? As much as I'd love to take it to the next step, I really want to know you a little bit more. I really am genuinely interested in who you are, and I would rather for us to wait. Did we give you some pushback on that a little bit? Go for it. So I would say, sitting over here upon the microphone, yeah. that what you really wanted was intimacy, and you found it in that guy. Yeah. You could find dick anywhere. Absolutely. Dick fucks it up. You wanted intimacy there, so right. you didn't want to have sex, because sex fucked it up. Exactly. So you had the intimacy. You want to find both. And yes. so when I, even with what you said a minute ago, if I was looking at Scarlett and I said, Scarlett, you look beautiful today. I'm going to get a different, if I said, Scarlett, you look hot today. I'm going to get mm-hmm. two different reactions. Mm, yeah. I, mean, I am just from the, first from the word choice. I'm going to, you're going to feel, and you're going to get two different feelings. Beautiful and hot are two different things. Yep. So is sexy. Right. So is sexy. So is, you know, you look, I, I, you look wonderful today. You look, and I would tell people, you just look happy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've said that before. They said, why do you, some girl, why do you want to go out with me? 
because you just you seem happy. Yeah. And I want to surround myself with happy people. I mean, mm-hmm. that's I, you know, the more happy, the happier people I can surround, yeah. the better. But the the and that's where I think some people get lost. My opinion, mm-hmm. the intimacy is what you really crave. The sex is there, and people mistake the two. When you find that intimate moment when I you're agree. sitting there with that guy, and you think, okay, I like this. I'm not going to think to fuck it up. And fucking may fuck it up. And you know what? If you've listened to the podcast before, listeners know, if we're fucking, we're just doing that. You don't have access to all of that other stuff, that other part of me. Just like if we're dating, we're not fucking. Right, but some, but what you really want is the guy that you get both from. Just like I, I want the girl absolutely, I get both from. Absolutely. But again, if we're dating, we're not fucking. Well, at some point, uh, not you, at know, the you beginning. won't date. Well, correct. Yes. Right? We're not, we're not, I, and I've said this before, if we're dating and I'm solely interested in you and I really like you and we're, we're in this and, um, you know, we're just going to wait for things to happen organically because we're really trying to figure out who we are and where our lives mesh. So that way we can try to grow something together. I'm okay with you fucking whoever you got to fuck. And then come on over here. I don't want your judgment to be clouded by sexual tension. Because you want to be wanted, not needed. You right. want them to want you, not need you to So fuck. you can go right. over there. You can fuck whoever the fuck it is. And then we can have our date night. So that way you're looking at me with clear eyes. Well, then that's when I think. That, well, who was, didn't you have somebody on that said there was like a 10 guy, a 10 body count limit? Yes, that was law. Okay, so what I said to, what I said to her that night was, you know why God, why, why, I will tell you, I'm a healthy guy for the most part. I don't care how many people you slept with. You mm-hmm. know why guys care how many people you slept with? Because mm. if you slept with four or five, even if I'm shitty in bed, I'm still in the top half. <laughs> if you slept with 50, I mean, if you slept with 50 guys, right. I got some competition. If I... I'm going to be. I can in, see so, that's so. Up, cool. That's so going to be in the top three. Wow. I don't give a shit how many you slept with. Okay, so hold so, up here. Hold up. Yeah. So does that mean then that the guys that are really bothered by body count are actually insecure? insecure. Absolutely. It yes. Does. Interesting. Because yes. if you're secure, again, when they don't I, care. When I walk in, if if I'm truly going to fuck you tonight, when I walk in, I don't care who else you're flirting with. It's not competition for me. It's shit that's in the way. It's obstacles, not roadblocks. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit who's there. If I care who's there, that means I care because somebody's better and somebody's going to beat me. Yeah, That's just an insecurity. If I know you slept with 10 guys, if you tell me I've slept with five guys, well, you know what? I'm decent. I'll, I'll be in the top <laughs> half. Mm-hmm. If you tell me you slept with 100, I got to be good to break the top 10. Yeah. And, I, and, and no guy's going to take a test he knows he's going to fail. I mean, people don't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's and so when when I heard that, I'm like, okay, you're just insecure. Dude. You're just bad in bed and don't admit it. Yeah. I mean, every virgin <laughs> thinks you're great in bed because she doesn't anything to compare it to. Um, yeah. So that's so that insecurity level. And so that's something that but when I went back to other, oh, you said you don't sleep with you know, if you're dating. When I said earlier, guys lie to date. When I said women fuck to date. Well, if you know that I have five women that I can take out on Friday night yeah. and you're really sweet, caring, loving and kind. But you got to show me that. How are you going to stick around long enough to show me? You're going to fuck me because that's how I get, that's how I'm going to call you back. Not necessarily. I would tell you in the dating world for the trying to find this now, I would say that's. That's truer more than okay, it's not. So let's say there's a woman you're interested in and she's checking all the boxes, mm-hmm. but she's not willing 
to have sex for a while. And like Hazel talks about, if it's someone she's really interested in for dating in a long-term relationship, it's what, six months before you're ready to do that? I, I don't really put a time on it. I feel like it whenever it happens organically on both parts. But let's right? just say it's six months for the sake of this analogy. Um, what then is your response to that? Are you willing to wait six months for a woman that checks all the boxes? Well, what I would say is you'd never get there because what will happen is I'm going to go out with four different women this week. I'm not going to know you check all the boxes till I'm already sleeping with somebody else. I'm never going to be around you long enough to check all the boxes. I don't know that in the two dates that we went out. So mm-hmm. then it is a correct assumption on women's part that you got to put out. I just said you fuck to date. We lie to date. So, you know, if you know, if I have options that if you don't fuck me, I'm going to be fucking somebody. And if you want me to get to know you better, then there's got to be a reason for me to stay around. Fair? Okay. So, but if you're looking for something long term, do you not say, okay, I'm going to put something else on priority here? Or is sex just always going to be the priority no matter what a guy is looking for? I mean, for? because sex is always going to come in a relationship. That's well, you, a guarantee. You always put, you should always have something as a priority. But like I, I will tell you, I had a two week rule. I, I, I told you this. Uh huh. I had a two-week rule. And my tell two the week, audience. Okay, my two-week rule is when I met you from the first date, I'm not going to have sex with you for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, I will tell you, that's for me, because I want to find out if you're batshit crazy or not. <laughs> I don't want you to know where I live if you're nuts. I don't. I mean, I don't. Mm-hmm. And if I want to get laid, ass is on every bar still in Dallas. That's, that's not hard. But so I had a two-week rule. The number of women who would look at me and go, what do you mean? After three days, you, you don't want to have sex with me? Why don't you have sex with me? Two weeks. We're not talking about... Two months or six months, mm. but two weeks. Well, that's because they were only looking for dick. No, they were looking. No, they, they were, were taking no. it as a slight on them. Correct. That he didn't find them attractive. And it, while, mm. if you don't find me attractive enough to fuck, which which ninety percent of guys will fuck anything that slows down long enough. Right. Mm-hmm. If I'm not fucking them, I, I the story I told you. I'm sitting at a restaurant where I live, and I was with two of my friends, and they called me over, and I walked over, and it was late. It was on a Sunday night. And there's three women in me, and I'm being the good wingman, right? They're saying, what do you do for a living? I walk, follow them, and pick up the money they drop. They're all, you know, I'm being the good wingman here, right? Go, y'all go do you. Mm-hmm. So they all want to go to Dallas. So I don't want to go to Dallas, man. I, it's late. I want to go to bed. So the girl talks sitting across from me, who I didn't know who she was. I couldn't have told you. I still can't tell your name to this day. Looks across and says, I'll make it worth your while if you go to Dallas. So I, I'll bite. What's worth my while? She says, well, come out tonight before you go home. I'll give you a blowjob before you leave. And I said, okay. So option A is that I spend $1,000 a night getting all you fuckers food and drink, get a sloppy-ass blowjob at 3 in the morning in the backseat of a car, and drive home. Or, option B, I can walk across the street, jerk off, and in 15 minutes be asleep. <laughs> option B all day, baby. It option B option all B. day. I'm not even, I'd choose option B, too. Option B. But she was <laughs> angry at me for telling her no. Mm. And I could tell she that did not happen to her. She had offered to blow me, and I was like, no. And she was offended. The more you talk, the more I think I do think like a man, because that'd be me all day. <laughs> yeah, I, go, I mean, 15 minutes, I'm in bed, man, and I can do it better than she can. I mean, I, I mean, uh, yeah, you can talk dick better than she can? <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, beginner's luck, probably. I mean, yeah. But, I mean. Give those sloppy blowjobs. Well, I heard that part of the slop. Yes, I heard that part. And that is absolutely, if it's sloppy and noisy, even better. Yeah. Um, but, th- but, my point, I'm sitting there going, no, it was just, I have this to offer and that's the be all end all. And that's mm-hmm. the problem. If you, and I tried to explain this to somebody, I said, don't think about it as, 
Don't think about it as a number of body count. And I said this, my lemonade stand example. I said, I'm standing in line for, you're selling lemonade for $10 a glass. And I'm in line. I'm the 10th person in line. The first nine, you give it away for free. When I get up there, you say, you know what? I want you not to pay $10. I want you to pay $100 because all these other assholes took it for free. Who does that? Mm-hmm. Nobody. I mean, no, no healthy, self-respecting guy does yeah. that. And then all of a sudden you wonder why good guys don't want you. It ha- doesn't have anything to do with how many people you slept with. It has to do with why mm-hmm. and how it makes them feel. I, will, I, I have a firm belief that every guy wants to feel significant, no matter what it is. And how you make him feel significant is up to you. If it's you do things with him in bed you haven't done before, or you cook a dinner, or you get, I mean, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If that person feels significant, they'll do anything for you. But if I come to you, if you and I go on a date and you want me to feel significant and I say, I'm going to tie you up, I'm going to you know, use a ball gag, I'm going to do this. I'm gonna do but if I say, do you want to use a flogger or a whip and you don't know the difference? Well, that's a problem. And I, I know what we're doing. But if you look at me and say, I've done everything there is to do. There's nothing we can do that I haven't done before. Then I'm not going to feel significant at all in our sex mm-hmm. life. I'm just not. I'm, I, I may think it's fun. I may think it's exciting. I may think it's great to do. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to feel significant about it. I'm not going to feel important about it. And if I don't feel that way as a man, the sex comes and goes. But why not instead of feeling that way, why don't you find new avenues to explore with her? Well, you can if there are any. I don't necessarily agree with that because just, okay, let's say, right? She loves, like you were saying, bondage, right? Mm-hmm. Just I because feel like she's with some creativity, thing, you can always find something well, new. <laughs> but this is this is this is how I feel. Just because she's done those things doesn't mean she will have that same experience with you. You're gonna touch her different, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna do things completely different than what she's ever experienced with anybody else. Mm. So you from your perspective, you're not gonna feel like it's anything special, but to her it could very well mean something special because she's given you uh, that part of her, of her. Yes. She, that, I mean, just like you're fucking somebody, you fucked somebody else before. Right. But it's a completely different experience. So who knows if whenever she says, yeah, I, I, I enjoy flogging. Right. You don't know the extent of that flogging. It could have just been up and down her body. You could be that person to, expand and help her explore her limitations you you, you could and you could do things that would be different and that would make him feel significant my point is the more you've done the harder that is and the fewer guys you're limiting yourself if you're saying look i let's take flogging for instance okay first of all the number of men who know what the difference in a flogger and a crop is you've already You've already limited your pool greatly just in that. Well, first off, you mentioned anything with BDSM, so that already narrows it. Well, right. You're already <laughs> narrowed to, to next to nothing. So now if I really want to feel significant. And by feeling significant, feel like we're doing something unique. We're doing something different. I, you, you're, I'm important enough for you to do something with, right? Mm-hmm. Then what you're now talking about is that experience. That's not an emotional experience. Because physically, there's only so many ways to fuck. I mean, there just is. There's, there's right. only so many ways to do it. So the only way you make it different is that emotional bond, that, 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 that intimacy. Well, 
as we've talked about, that's something that we don't, you don't get to. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're talking, I could be the greatest guy in the world. You and I could have the best sex ever. But if you're not looking to date, I'm not looking just to fuck. So we'll never know. Mm-hmm. And so what I what I always ask is, how do you get to that point? And why why are women you know, why do men do the same thing? Why am I going to put up obstacles that don't exist? Like you said, you don't date. Why? If you met the man of your dreams, you wouldn't date him now. Why? I mean, why not? Mm-hmm. You say, well, I don't want to date. Well, sure you do. You just don't want to date the people you know. You don't want to date the people you've met. <laughs> I mean, that's what so hold on. I never said I didn't want to date. I just said I don't. Well, right, I don't right. actively look for for anybody. You, the, the girls know how I feel. I will go look for personally for fuck. But whenever it comes to dating, I prefer that to happen organically. Like mm-hmm. just meant for me to organically meet somebody. It's hard for me to organically just run into someone with a nine inch dick that I want to fuck. <laughs> well, well, and if you do, so, so but someone, would you date somebody with a six inch dick? Probably not. So you're. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me clean that up for you. Yeah. It's not that I wouldn't, right? He would have to be open to other parts sexually in our relationship, whether it's cockholding, whether it's swinging, whether it's an open relationship, whether it's something like that. Because I, I know my body. I know what I like, right? So right. he would, like I said, have to be okay with another person. Well, correct. And, and if anybody's ever swung before, the other person is just, it's a toy. It's right. a live toy Absolutely. is all it is. So my point is you would date somebody that way, but you have things you want. There's nothing wrong with that. But you're being honest about it. If somebody's not honest about it, that's where they get into trouble. Yeah, if, if you said, hey. But a lot of those people, like she mentioned earlier, they're not that self-aware. They haven't done that work to be self-aware of being being able to be in a space that they are honest about those things because maybe they haven't them. even explored it. Well, well then, I agree. Then, then run from them. I, I agree. Because they only want to fuck. <laughs> I, and, and they don't really care if you like it or not as long as they get off and they go away. Well, that sounds like me. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, you, but admittedly so, you're not looking for anything. <laughs> very right. true, very true. So, I mean, it, for... You know. Look, if you listen to the episodes, you know how I feel about that. <laughs> well, yes. And when we talk and we talk about that, I and as long as that's what you're looking for, that's great. So the book I'm yeah. writing is why it's why do women and it sounds like I'm picking on women, but I'm not. I'm saying why do you why do you say here's what I want, but you don't really want that? Just be honest. Yeah. Just just say, hey, if you're looking for dick, God love you. Go yeah. go get the biggest baddest dick you can get. Yeah, But don't tell me you're looking for a new husband and say, but my first thing I'm looking for is the biggest, baddest dick. Yeah. Well, then you're not going to find it. Right. Th- then that's silly. <laughs> well, then, ladies, from what we're hearing from guys is be fucking honest and know what the fuck you want and and tell them exactly it's, what it is. But as as Scarlett said, being honest is hot. If oh, you came up to, If you I came agree. up to me and you owned it, that's hot. Because, again, it's not what you wear. I said this all the time. Yeah. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. Yeah, I I had a buddy of mine who we were in college, and he said I walked up to girl and asked her, "Can I buy her a drink?" And she damn near spit on me. You walk up and go, "Nice rack," and giggle, and she giggles. So because it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Yeah. If you go up with confidence, with attitude, with hey, I, I said this to Scarlett. If I walked up to you at a bar and said, "Hey, would you like to go on a date with me?" If you said no, I'd say, "Why not? You don't like fun." <laughs> Don't ask me that question. I, I'm, well, I'm not the right person to well, ask them. Like but you're going to start asking. And what I would say is I'm going to keep going and say what? And you would tell you, 
your hair's gray. I'll dye it. What color you want? Well, you know, you're, you need to lose 20 pounds. Okay. I'll call you in 30 days. These are all excuses. These aren't reasons. Well I, th I think we're going out on a date. What? Wait. We're, <laughs> we're not dating. Out. We're just fucking. Right. We're just fucking. We're not oh, dating. Probably never mind. Right. Yeah. I'll make sure I find somebody with a 10 inch stick to bring. Yes. Yes. That's fine. We can video that and send it to Scarlett. Um, Actually, she's going to be there to watch. That's, she's going to film it, I heard. Yeah, she's going to film it. But, but, my, but yes, so that's the, that's the part that I've been really interested in in finding and talking to women is if they know what they want, it's easy. And I've said this before. Absolutely. When I, when I ask somebody, what do you want? They say, I don't know. Then you're never going to find it. Because once you decide what you want, all the other questions yeah. are easy. And again, I think that comes back to being self-aware. People don't know what they want because they haven't actually sat down and take the time to to evaluate those things honestly. I will say I believe that. I also believe they opened up and they told somebody what they wanted and they were broken. And now they won't admit it again. I think that happens. The older you get, the more jaded you get. And I, I have made this comment. I want to fall in love like a 16-year-old. Yeah. Hell Unabashed. Yeah. Hell yeah. I just want, I mean... It's yeah. me and her yeah. versus the world. Absolutely. Fuck it. I, that's what I want. I'm with you, yeah. Chase, and I get uh, so much grief for that. That's what who? you want, though. From all you jaded women. First, <laughs> first off, they all know I'm not jaded, okay? You are absolutely jaded. I'm not jaded. I'm not I don't jaded. date. I just fuck nine inch cock. You are absolutely no, 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 jaded. No, 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 no. I, while I'm fucking, just know what I shit. like, right? In a relationship, shit. that's completely different. I no, don't have those same standards. You won't have a relationship unless they bring a nine-inch cock. No, I never said that. Or bring somebody to the party with a nine-inch cock. <laughs> exactly. There's I a, know what I like. There's a nine-inch cock in that somewhere. I know what I yes. like. That doesn't mean I'm jaded. <laughs> a little bit, but okay. That doesn't mean bit. I'm jaded. If you like big tits, why would you Why would you want to be in a relationship with a lady who has small tits? Well, because you know if what she you was like. the love of my life, her tit size wouldn't matter. All yes, right. but at the end of the day, you wouldn't you wouldn't be completely fulfilled. You were always going to be wondering what those tickle bitties look like. No, I've, I've, I've had tickle bitties, and I know it. Yeah, I know what they are. But I get your point. Right, That's what I'm point. saying. So right. I would feel the same way. Like, great. <laughs> like your dick is six inches. Like, where's the rest? <laughs> <laughs> well, like or can I, said, I play over there? You can watch. Right. We can play together. I'm on that one right now. <laughs> but I think it's very, I do think it's very interesting when you're talking, like, like I said, that, that, that unabashed love that I'm not jaded. That's what I, that's what I want yeah. that me versus the world. Absolutely. We're in it together. Who cares about anything else? And the, and as you experience and you get hurt, you, it takes a lot to open up again. And, and I, I use the example. I would, I would rather my kids have their heart broken 20 times and just be devastated and then find love than to be mediocre and never have the heart broken. Yeah. I don't want that for anybody. Now, we often say that, but then we say we want our, that for our kids. And then that you go out, and I'm not talking about you, the proverbial you, goes out and you, you stay in the middle. You just mm -hmm. stay, I, I don't want to get hurt. I'm not going to open up enough. Well, then you're not going to be happy. Mm -hmm. you're, who wants to live that eh, lifestyle? Yeah. Nobody does, but that's what people choose. I'm with you all the way. I want to jump in with an open heart, open mind, and as soon as I feel love, I'm going to say it. Yes. Unabashedly. And you should. Why not? Yeah. I agree. Yes, I why agree. not? But do you know how much shit I get for that? I get so much shit for well, that. Well, 
we'll talk about that off the air because <laughs> we, we've gone over. All, All right. right. Sorry. And with that, be honest about what you want. And as Chase says, date in your league. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening. Please make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast channel. And if you love this, don't forget to leave a rating and review. To connect with us and ask questions, visit us at goodbadhorrible.com.